Hey everyone, welcome to another episode where we interview top real estate influencers and agents that are building their brand and their business and their rev share with eXp Realty. Today, I'm just so pumped. We have Nick Holman out of Huntsville. Um, I'm not going to spill too many beans, but Nick, uh, if you will, just go ahead and let our audience know, you know, a little bit about who you are, where you're from, how long you've been in the business. Yeah. So uh, first of all, appreciate you having me on here. I'm excited to uh, share a little bit about myself and my my team and our business. Um, so I'm from Huntsville originally. I grew up in the Harvest Madison area and I went to Bob Jones High School, which is a large uh, uh, high school here in town. Everyone jokes Madison City Schools, right? That's where I went. So grew up here from here. The hometown kid getting to sell where he's from. Um, That's right. But yeah, so I, I come from an athletic background. So um, I was a football player, which I think, I personally think works well in the real estate space, right? Very competitive, um, very team driven, very success of all equals success of me. Um, and that you know, I think really drives a lot of what what we do well is understanding the system, the process, right? Everyone hears the the Sabin, right? Which I know you're in Auburn, so you're like, oh, get off of here! But you know, the Sabin, right. the, the process, right? That's what it's about. Um, it's not always, although outcomes are important, right? The process to get there is uh, even more so. So, right. um, in terms of you know. That that's where I come from is an athletic background. Um, I joke with people. I had one too many hits to the head, so football <laughs> was over for me, and uh, wasn't sure what was next. And and real yeah. estate thankfully um, filled that space. So yeah, a little bit. Of Side that. note: um, I actually got permanent nerve damage in my neck my senior year of high school. So that actually knocked me out of playing college football. So wow, ended up being a college cheerleader in the end. Oh, hey, <laughs> this is good. Hey, it's how I met my wife. Um, so uh, tell everyone a little bit, how long have you been in the business? I think this is going to be the really fun. Like, I want everyone to pay attention. How long has Nick been in the business? And then we're going to get into kind of his successes and what he's done. Yeah. So story time, right? I like to tell, I like to tell things. Stories are great. Because I think they work better than, than facts, right? So right. 2019. <clears throat> The end of 2019, I was a DJ, traveling, struggling musician, and uh, I was playing gigs all over the place and having a lot of fun, right? But wasn't making a ton of money, which we can all agree, obviously, that yeah. is a big part of life. And so, uh, which is not all about the money, but, you know, it, it, it is important, obviously. Yeah. So, um, 2019, December 28th, I had a DJ gig and there was a big old whopping zero people there. There was nobody there. There wasn't even a single, well, actually I, I take it back because it was my fiance, my current fiance girlfriend at the time, it was her birthday. <laughs> so we scheduled my DJ gig to be on her birthday at, a, at an event venue in Birmingham. Well, <clears throat> about the time that my uh, event had nobody there, and it was just me and her. I decided, hey, time for something new, right? I was like, this is not going to cut it, right? Not going to pay the bills, not going to pay the automobiles and all the other things and wanted something new. So didn't know what that was going to be. Uh, fast forward a day or two, I was actually at a, at a, a social get together in Huntsville and ran into a, 
a guy that a lot of people here in town know as uh, I call him Grandpa Bill. His real name is Bill uh, Jackson. He was in the home building industry way back in the day. And we were sitting around talking, you know, just just shooting it and hanging out. A couple guys being dudes, right? And he was like, yeah. In true old man fashion, he was like, what are you doing with your life? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a DJ, man. So, you know, leave me alone kind of thing. And uh, he pretty much said, you need to go get your real estate license because you can talk to people. He was like, imagine what you're doing right now at this gathering, connecting with people, connecting them with each other, because I already knew a lot of them, right? But some of them didn't know each other. And <clears throat> so he told me that, I think, on a Saturday or Sunday. And Monday morning, I was enrolled in real estate class halfway through. I had to make up the first four classes because, of course, I missed them because I wasn't there uh, in the right time frame. It was like course five, I think, that I entered into. And, um, yeah, so started around January. Didn't get licensed. This is where it gets even better. I didn't get licensed until March 15th of 2020, which if you remember that day. That I remember the- that day very, very. Very well, actually. That was the day where when you got home from whatever it was you were doing that day, yep. you realized, hey, there's this thing that's called COVID and it's on the news and everyone's freaking out, right? And so that was my first day as a real estate agent. So happy-go-lucky me, of course, was like, this is a great opportunity because what's going to happen? A lot of people are going to you know, become... I felt it was an opportunity because I knew that a lot of traditional thinking, um, a lot of the way people had been doing our business was going to be disrupted and uh, just tried to try to come up with some creative ways to, to do things a little different. So, so going back to that day, I remember it very, very well, because as soon as the world started shutting down, I started losing every single deal I had for April. Yeah, <laughs> They all started falling through. And that was actually the moment that actually kicked me into my thought process of what yeah. I was doing and kind of how do I, um, we're, we're in a new world. This was, uh, I mean, it's not, it was actually, it was, it was life-changing. That was a life-changing moment. Um, and that's pretty neat that you actually uh, entered a whole new career on the day yeah. really the world changed and um i think that's i think that says a lot about because we're going to get into kind of where you're at today but i think it says a lot about your resilience and 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 what that and how you see opportunity um i think you you probably see it a little bit um more open-minded than anybody um especially considering just honestly the time i mean it's like uh what was that September of 2007 or eight, whichever one it was where the, you know, the, the market crashed. So, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, it's essentially like jumping in at that time. Um, so unpacking, uh, what would you, grandpa bill, grandpa old man bill, bill. old, man, right. bill. old man bill. So old, old man pump. bill was a wise man. Uh, yeah, he, is. he is, he was, a, he really was a, um, he was a long time, uh, you would call him a Huntsville, um, you know, kind of OG of the of the building game, the real estate business, right? Uh, yeah. People know him here, and um, I just always like even today, I'll text him from time to time and just say, "Hey, thank you for making that you know connection." Because had he not said that, right, I may have never even never even noticed. So, 
That's right. So yeah. when, when he said that to you and you kind of, I guess you kind of took the weekend to chew on it, then all of a sudden you're entered into class. Um, you know, what was your thought? Like, what was your game plan at that point? You were like, okay, I'm going to get licensed. And then what? So funny enough, a fun fact about me is that I have what I think is a very intricate decision-making process, but once the decision is made, I don't care if it's right or wrong. Don't care. Like okay. you literally, it just has to be, if I made a decision, that's what I'm going with until something changes. Right. And so um, I just decided, like I joke with people that are new on our team and new agents that partnered with us at, uh, at EXP. I joke that I borrowed money to go to real estate class and I borrowed 400 bucks from my grandma to go to men's warehouse to buy some clothes so that I felt professional and I knew I'd pay both of them back. Right. I was like, yeah. there's no way this is going to fail. There's no way this is going to go bad. Um, and so really I didn't, I didn't leave, you know, like a lot of agents do part-time first, that kind of thing. I just burned the boat. I was in and there was no, there was no plan B. It was either sell homes, make it in this world or nothing. So um, it, it took me, <clears throat> really, it took me about two days to come to that decision. But, um, you know, it, so the decision for me was one that, you know, I just felt that I needed to change something. I knew I knew that I could do something that would impact other people um, at the base of it. And I, you know, I've, I've always been a big reader. I've always been into, you know, uh, self-education, if you will. And I've always enjoyed all that, but I, I really had no vehicle to influence other people. Right. It's kind of like, you can watch all the, you can listen to all the podcasts and watch all the, you know, yeah, whatever YouTube success, seven minute videos of Tony Robbins speaking behind some dude running in the park. Right. But until you have something that you can put to work, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really um, turn into anything. So really for me, real estate was the, uh, was the vehicle that I knew I could enter into that space, make some disruptive, uh, make some disruptive noise as my man, Chase Grisham, uh, that's recently with us, we'll say is, is, you know, yeah. a person of interest by being known. Right. And so that's really, kind of how that went was I just, uh, you know, everyone knows the story of burning the boats, right? They get to the, yeah. they get to the continent. The dude's like, knows cause we're either here or we're not. Right. And so yeah. that was how, um, that was how my decision process went, whether it was right or wrong. I don't know. To be seen. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think you're on the right path. Um, <clears throat> I'd say you don't know where you're going until you, you get there. So, uh, yeah. Fast forward a little bit. Let's get into okay. So you've been in, you've now entered the real estate game, um, and let's talk about a little bit about your how you how you came about discovering EXP Realty, um, and how did that how did that transpire as far as your transition over to the to EXP Realty and what let's just kind of unpack that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So if you can hear my puppy too. So sure. Uh, I, so here's how it went. I had been licensed for about at that point a little under a year so about nine or ten months and I, I want to say some I was in Birmingham so I went to UAB played football at USF in Tampa and then also finished and graduated from UAB mm -hmm. um, there was someone who was in Birmingham who uh, was good friends with Gussie Goulas and so they're like Imagine I'm that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm just a pretty honest person, right? I was just out and about having a good time and, um, you know, hanging out in the town sort of thing. And, um, 
someone, you know, I bumped into an old friend and they were like, okay, so what, what real estate company are you at? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm at the one that I was at and talked about, it. I liked it and it's all good. And, you know, same old, same old kind of thing. Right. And they're like, okay, so there's this new company. You gotta, you gotta check it out. Like, you just gotta, it's, it's crazy. There's people joining left and right, right. All these things. If, I've never heard this person literally said, I've never heard realtors say something changed their life until this company. Right. And so of course me being the, you know, quick decision maker that I was, I left where we were. I was actually out um, at a, at a bar in Birmingham. I left, went back to my hotel and got on my computer. I'm like, what is this EXP? Like I've seen, I've seen it. Right. But I've never, (laughs) EXP Realty, this is crazy. Like, oh my gosh, right? And so, and then, what do these three letters mean? Yeah, what does it mean, right? And so, um, I very quickly uh, became interested, right? Just at a base level, because I'm, I'm always interested in what's what can move that, right? What can make make things work? And um, and so, yeah, then uh, met with Gusty on a Zoom call uh, similar to this, and uh, literally. I was like, I was probably the easiest sell ever because it's pretty much old before I met with him. But, um, you know, as soon as uh, as soon as him and I talked, I was like, all right, so what do I sign? Where do I sign? And how do I get started? It was pretty much the same as the first time uh, when I first got my real estate license. There wasn't a lot of thinking involved. Um, obviously, I made my, you know, pro and cons list of where I was and, and where I'm potentially going. But as soon as I saw what it was, what it really was, um, I was all in very quickly. So the next question is, is how did it change your life? Well, <clears throat> number one, so I was a psychology major at UAB. And uh, I think that helps a lot in sales and, you know, the, the business that we're in and really uh, just life in general. Um, but <clears throat> I can tell you this, my cortisol level, right? My stress level is lower. And my productivity is way higher. So if that, you know, if that's worth something to someone, <clears throat> which for me, it definitely, Absolutely. yeah. So for me, you know, it has lowered my cortisol level and it has extremely raised my productivity. Um, a couple things that I love about EXP. Uh, number one is, you know, I just being honest, I came for all the benefits of the brokerage, like the business model the revenue share, the stock, all those things. Mm-hmm. But I will, I will never leave because of the collaboration. So I came for, yeah, I came for what I thought, I, what I thought was important. Yep. And I realized what was really important, right, is, wow, there are people that are at the top of this game, this real estate game that are literally just open books. There, You could go to our conferences and you meet with someone who sold, has a team that sells a thousand homes a year, and they don't care if you're a new agent. They don't care if you're 10 deals a year agent. They don't care if you're selling 200 homes a year yourself. They are open. And I was just like, you know, for me, this was cool, right? And, um, so, yeah, the benefit of why I joined or, you know, why I thought I was joining was a lot of the business model benefits, what goes into it, right? But as soon as I um, – and I think that's why our company events are very important you know, is getting around people, getting to know people like outside of the, uh, outside of the sale is what I call it. Right. But, yeah. um, 
yeah, came for the benefits and I stayed and I will, will stay for the, uh, for the culture and the collaboration. So, yeah. So tell a little bit, tell everyone a little bit. So you've been in the business for literally two years, just right yep. over two years. You've been with EXP. When did you come over? You, you haven't been with the company a year, right? Um, I, I, I think I'm going to hit my year here soon. So almost. Okay. A year. Yeah. So unreal first year, tell everyone what your organization makeup is like, as far as, you know, how many FLQAs or FLAs and how many people are in your organization? Yeah. So I really, when I first moved to EXP, I really didn't at first, I knew that me being me initially come to EXP. And then if I didn't kind of rein myself in, so to speak, I knew that I would just go out there and just ruin it. Like, because I'm, I'm a very open sharing person. Mm -hmm. I knew that if I just went out there and started recruiting, quote unquote, like they say, right. I knew that if I started doing that, it wouldn't work. And so of course being new, like the first few months, I did have a few of those and I did mess up a bunch. And I did like, just say, yo, you trying to, you know, do it big, like come do it big with me, dog. And like, thanks, you know, sometimes. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm so, my game. <laughs> yeah. So, so what I wanted to do, <clears throat> which has started to started to see some of that now is I wanted to go to some events. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to go to these things and see what, like the, like what are, what is other people doing? What are other people doing? And what can I take from that? Do different. And then also do the same because just like football comes back to that. Uh, look, Nick Saban, the big dogs of Bill Belichick, the people that you know in the col- in the college and professional football world, they don't do anything that's crazy. They they literally like they go to these coaching conventions and all these other coaches have these new flashy programs like, oh, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a spread hybrid this year. We're gonna put our quarterback in the slot and we're going to run our running back as a quarterback and toss it to him. And then he's going to throw it. Nick Saban's like, we're going to line up. We're going to have a tight end and we're going to run the ball. And then we're going to run it some more. And then when your second team gets tired and our five-star third string is in, we're going to continue to run it. Yeah. And then the season pass, we're going to spread it out, right? Lane Kiffin, those kind of guys, they spread things right. out and they move it. Right. So you do have to sprinkle in some of that, but, um, so I wanted to know what the, what were the base plays that the large organizations, the people who were doing, uh, big things at our company, what were they doing? Right. Were they just hitting up random people and being like, yo, you want to join this company or were they making organic or were they doing events or what was it? So went to some of the yeah. events and, uh, basically since about, when was EXP Con last year? Like late November? Yeah, yeah. It was in November last year. Yeah. So since since about December of last year, uh, we've added, uh, I have, I believe, 17 frontline agents, um, about 40 total in the organization so far. And I think like five or six, seven frontline qualified because some of them are new agents yeah you know and helping them get off the ground running so man that's pretty cool that's uh um that's a great way of looking at it i think um 
what you kind of do from just looking at it, it, it seems like you're very much a, your commitment level is 110%. But at the same time, you're going to move carefully. You're going to move strategically and you're going to study those that have already, you know, paved the path before you. And I always felt like that was honestly one of the most important things that I ever found in real estate is that like, I wanted to know what the best people are doing at the highest level. And that started for me with podcasts, discovering podcasts, because I was literally broke as a joke. And (laughs) I had to find a way to, to get the training, you know, Pat Hyman doesn't even know it, but he's like a godfather to me. Uh, (laughs) The Real Estate Rockstars podcast, first 200 episodes, by far the best education I ever got. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and so like you said, you know, business changes. March of 2020, our our lives changed and, or yeah, 2020. And when I I reached out, actually, when I just got, when I was kind of, I already knew about the company a little bit. Um, I had met Brian Colhane in New York at Inman, which is going on this week, which is pretty awesome. Um, and I wish I was there. Uh, and then I didn't really, I wasn't ready to accept this model. It was too, it was too forward thinking when I met Brian and he was kind of explaining it to me. But then when we got to the COVID mess and I started talking and I went back and chatted with Gusty cause we had sent some referrals back and forth and just kind of stayed in contact. And I asked him about it and, you know, I was kind of like you, I was already kind of sold on the product. Like I was on, cause I could see, I could see where you could take this thing if you're fully committed and you're all in and not, and it's not just a recruitment thing. It's about your production. It's how more, you know, we always talk about how much, how can you be more efficient in your business on the day to day? Well, one of the mm-hmm. best ways to do that is to collaborate with people like you and Gusty and Jenny and all of them and find out exactly what they're already doing and run the same place. Right. Yep. Just, just jump right in. So, um, man, I think that's pretty cool. So, uh, with EXP, I think you found momentum. So tell us, a, tell, go ahead and tell the audience. I think a little of them, a few of them probably at least follow you on TikTok. So tell everyone a little bit about what's working in your business today so we can give our audience maybe, a, um, a, let's give them some, some, uh, some gold nuggets right now as far as what they can implement in their business today to really move the needle. Yeah. So <clears throat> one thing, uh, this, this will help, you know, explain kind of where where I came from and and my personal goals and also it'll help because every agent I think inside they have this same thing some of them don't want to say it though right and so when I was new I was all about I was slamming Facebook leads home I was doing any kind of lead online just slamming them straight into the CRM I was just working with anyone and everyone I was like, if you're a person and you got a pulse and you want a home, boom, I'm your dude. Is what it is. Don't care. You could be a, it could be this, you know, this size home, that size home, whatever. Right. But what I found, what I found about the mid point of last year was I'm doing deals with people I have to go out and find. Like I have to go look for them. And granted, we were doing great. You know, we were doing good. We were, you know, Closing deals, getting listings, those sort of things. But then, and every realtor, when I say this, is going to be like, oh, dang. What I noticed was I'm doing deals with these random strangers. And then I saw my buddy from high school with a sold sign with some other realtor that I don't even know who they are. 
or I saw, you know, this random person who may or may not have, which I was always an entertainer growing up. I love, I lo- I still do. I love entertaining people. Right. And so mm-hmm. I saw people that, you know, had come to my social get togethers, we'll call them. Right. And, but they're working with someone else. And so I'm working with these people I don't know, and I'm going after them. I have the lead follow-up. I have the 17.4-week database checker, right? All these things that I came up with on my little notepad, right? And yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm from Madison. There's, there's people in my backyard that I'm not <clears throat> working with. And from my perspective, there's only one reason why those people would work with me. It's not because they didn't know who I am, right? It's because mm-hmm. they didn't feel like I had made it. They didn't feel, number one, that I was giving them any kind of value up front. And when you look back at it, I really wasn't, right? I was just like, I'm Nick. I'm an agent. So you, your mama, and your, everyone else should work with me. That's how mm-hmm. it is. That's how I felt. But it wasn't until I realized, <clears throat> hey, I need to provide these people things before. So I need to provide these 22-year-olds currently videos on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook Reels, blah, 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 about buying your first home. What does it look like? Now we have, and I'll, I'll just open my book here. I have completely shut down all of my Facebook advertising outside of, we do brand awareness still, but like Facebook leads and those kind of things, we've completely shut it down. And I have completely switched to a video-centric brand awareness, organic inbound model and here's what's happened. My, my volume, well, in comparison to last year at this point, I have done less deals and millions more in volume by working the sphere. And every agent is going to be like, oh, here it goes again. Work the sphere. Where, <laughs> oh. Wow, that's not, a, that's not great advice, Nick. Yeah. If I didn't just <laughs> if I didn't just think about working my sphere, right? But here's what I'll say. This is the tactical, okay? Your sphere, number one, needs to be in the know. They need to know either through direct, you know, you need to either be direct with them or through um, social media campaigns, right? So mm-hmm. we, have, uh, we have a program that we're we're uh, starting up here soon, it's going to be called digital dominance. So I realized, hey, digital dominance is not generating just generating leads and pulling them to your website. It is, it is. For instance, in Alabama, everyone will understand, right? Alexander Shinara. What do you think when you see Alexander Shinara? Just an, another a bajillion, big billboard. Bajillion billboards. Now, what do you think if you get into a car wreck? Shinara. That. If they don't, if they don't get, right, if they don't get the business, they're at least in your top three, right? And so, right. So you know what we've moved to instead of just doing all the leads and follow up and stuff. There is, you know, we are doing, and this comes some of this comes from the gusty mindset as well, right? We're doing client events where every single person we've ever worked with feels like they're a part of something, right? Because mm-hmm. why do make decisions? Because they're a part of something bigger. Right. Why would the person send you a referral just because you work with them? Just right. because you work with them doesn't mean they need to send you referrals, right? 
But if you're giving them value, if you're inviting them to things, if you're continually following up with them, making sure that they're good, right, then they will send referrals. So um, how do we do that? What's the tactical here? Short form video. I know you mentioned it, the TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not just TikTok, though. It's, it's TikTok, Instagram story, Instagram reel. Um, there is YouTube short, which I don't have a YouTube channel. I haven't delved into that, but um, it's a a whole other world. Yeah. yeah, It's, you know, live video though. Yeah. We had a, this uh, two days ago, I had an agent reach out to me uh, about a client from, where are they from? Denver, Colorado. And the agent was like, yeah, so, this client texted me with she sent me yours and Alex videos, TikToks. And she was like, I'm moving to Huntsville and I want to work with them. Can you connect us? Right. So Facebook leads or Zillow leads or these other leads, right? This is, and this isn't for everyone. This is just my perspective on it. A lot of these other kind of leads, they do not care who the agent is. They just want someone to work with them. They want someone to pick up the phone and be like, hey, can you open open the door? Can you open the door at four? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Whereas we have made a, a, and this is kind of similar to burning the boats and and getting into real estate, right? It, when you do short uh, form video or long form or any kind of video or content, right? Those people want you. Right. They don't want another agent. They don't want whoever it is. They don't call the company, right? Long gone are the days of, I'm going to walk inside of XYZ office and whoever is on the floor, you shall be my agent, right? No, people do their homework. You know, we live in, this is a Tom Ferry thing. We live in the review economy, right? Mm -hmm. The people are going to look you up. They're going to Google search you, Facebook you, Instagram you, TikTok, YouTube. Google my business, you're, you have to be everywhere, right? So uh, the tactical, though, is building kind of like what he said, like an omnipresence on mm-hmm. basically every, any kind of social media that, that people can be found, um, you need to be found on. And you need, to, you need to produce quality content that actually solves some sort of problem for your ideal audience, right? So what is my ideal audience, right? I have two. My ideal audience is uh, younger first timers because we're young and we work organically with those really well. The team does Uh, luxury price point. I personally work great with them because I'm very to the point and they are too. And there's not like a whole lot of back and forth. And we text each other like, you got it. And they're like, yeah, I got it. I'm like, all right, sweet. Closing's at four. They're like, bet. I'm like, let's do it. (laughs) I work great right perfect yeah and um and then agents right so those are my three if you go check my tiktok you'll see that all three of those every single video i do has something to do with one of those three right and this is this is another actionable tip that an agent can put into play today is stop trying to be everything for everyone yeah Right. Because what I was trying to do before I made this move into the more organic business building section, right, was I was trying to be the agent that could do everything for everyone. 
It wasn't until I realized, hey, I'm not the Asian for everyone, right? Right. You're going you're gonna to sit here on this Zoom and call me crazy, but we actually realized that we were not a fit for like five clients last week. And hey. guess what they're doing now? They're not working with us anymore because we just were straight up. We were like, they were all mine, really. But I was, I was just like, well, <laughs> you know, this, is the, this is the deal, right? Like I have, yeah. I'm making some changes in my business. It's, you know, 2022 and, and in today's world, right? You have to make, yep. you have to make bold, you know, bold improvements if you want large scale results. And so, you know, you just have to stop trying to be everything for everyone. Agents, we, we come from a world of service, right? So mm -hmm. we try to provide good service. But that's where having a good consultation, a good appointment, a good, you know, yeah. listing appointment, whatever it is, and just be honest that, you know, you only, you can only work with a select number of handpicked clients to ensure that you preserve the personal touch. That's right. And so yeah, that's, and why, that's why you start a team. I mean, yeah, you know, you look for, you look for individuals that can um, that have talent that can fill the gaps and um, can really contribute to the team, really kind of build the culture. You know, yeah. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. Well, man, hey, you have given so much good value today on this this show on the interview, man. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, yeah, you know, for anyone uh, that's still watching the show, oh, probably hit my mic. Um, you know, what is, um, do you have any parting advice or anything for anyone you'd like to give them? Yeah. So, you know, I would assume that most people who would watch this would be agents, right. Or, yep. or prospective agents. Um, you know, the one thing that, that I would say recently has impacted myself and our business, right. When I say are, that's, you know, the Holman Group team, that is uh, those that are partnered with us at EXP Realty. That's everyone at EXP Realty, our whole company, right? I would say that lately, my business has been completely kind of flipped upside down and yet has turned into something that is just a mega monster beast of a turnaround. And it's because of one thing that I took from the EXP Sprint event uh, a week or two ago. You have to rid yourself of the care of the opinions of others. Nice. So when I was new and when I was even four or five months ago, six months ago, it was, you know, I really like this thing, this real estate thing. I think I'm going to make some ads and like get some other people to like this real estate thing with me. Right. But then I'm like, what are, what will X, Y, Z think? Will they think I'm crazy? Or what will blah, blah, blah think if I make this video about this? Right. And so it took the switch being flipped. And when you become, you know, I don't want to say when you become like you're, you're blind to it. Right. But when you basically, when you stop caring what other people think about you and your business and you really put yourself into your purpose of what it is you're looking to do, whether it's your business, your personal life, your, you know, uh, family life, your relationship, whatever it is, because we all have something different. Right. 
that's mm-hmm. bothering us at any one given time. Life's not perfect. Nobody's perfect, you know. Um, once you really, really, really just decide that you don't care what other people think. Like, I don't care. I'm not here to be everyone's friend. I'm here to provide value to those that trust me to give them value, whether that's agents or consumers, right? Um, you know, and so I think as an agent, being that most of the people who watch this would be agents, right? Just completely make that decision that starting here, starting today, you do not have to be dependent upon the opinions of others. Awesome. And watch what happens because you'll literally, all those things that I made a joke the other day in one of our Facebook groups that every single agent has like a list of five things that it's always, yeah, I'm going to do that at some point. Oh, you know, the YouTube. I, yeah, I'm going to do that. The TikTok. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. The ad. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do those, those ads. I'm going to, I'm going to, that, that event for my clients, I'm going to do those this year. We're going to get there. Right. And so what is holding you back from doing that? The opinions of others. Obviously, we're in a very public facing business. So people see us left, right, front, back and in between. You know, so once you get rid of. Once you get rid of the care of what other people think, you're now free to chase your purpose. Right. You're free to to search for if you don't have that. What it is you're looking for, you're now free to search for it. And be truthful about it. Right. So that's awesome. That's what I would say. Awesome. Well, for everyone watching this video today, if, um, if you are interested in finding out more information about eXp Realty, or if you'd like to have a one-on-one conversation with Nick or me, um, I want you to go ahead and reach out to us. You can either leave a comment. Um, you can find Nick on social media. I posted his, his handle right here on the interview. Um, so you can find him through social, uh, you know, if someone shared this video, reach back out to that, to that person, that agent, and, and just thank them for sharing the video and having, and having a a really nice conversation with them. Um, but other than that, Nick, I really appreciate you coming on today. I, you knocked this out of the park for me, buddy. Um, and I look forward to traveling with you again and we shall go to some more conferences and, uh, I gotta, I gotta meet, I gotta go to one of the sprint events. I gotta get there. They're fun. They're a lot of fun. It's very intimate. So yeah, I know. I could tell. I saw, I saw the, all the, all the pictures. I was very jealous, but um, they're, they're a lot of fun. Good deal. Well, Nick, keep crushing it in the Huntsville area. If anyone's looking to buy, sell, refer, uh, hit up Nick Coleman and his team. They're obviously the best in the area. So uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. And I will see you again soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me, man. Really appreciate it. Absolutely.